Welcome back, episode 42 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. This episode is powered by Overtime Media, and it's also brought to you by one of our new advertisements, My Pillow, which is one of my favorite pillows. I take it everywhere when I go up to the cabin, when I go out of town. Uh, and it's not just me, I know my entire family enjoys it. Almost everyone I know who has had one loves the product. Um, yeah, I, it's it's brand new to us. We don't have any paperwork in front of us, so I really don't know. No, what we're else just to winging say. it. I, but use promo code Grapes. Yeah. Go to mypillow.com. Check out the products. Save up to up to fifty percent on some products. Ooh. So they got pillowcases, bed sheets, pet beds, mattress toppers, mattresses, everything. It's not just pillows. Right on. You know? uh, is, is there a uh, a phone number we can get on? Or there is. is. Just... You can call one eight hundred three zero eight one two nine nine. Give them promo code Grapes. Oh, that's fantastic! That's, you guys are gonna love yeah. that. that's a that's a good one. I again, and I'm not just like doing this to sell the pillow. I I actually enjoy my pillow. I sleep over at my girlfriend's, and it's one of those stupid like indented I don't know like yeah, the some, memory some feather thing. one or yeah. something that's gone flat and it's terrible I don't know I, I bring my I bring my pillow to my girlfriend's house now so <laughs> that's her problem not mine <laughs> mypillow.com promo code grapes good deal and with that we uh, we did our first uh, my pillow ad read uh, instead of doing news this week we'll just kind of touch up when we get to that yeah, we're gonna do our 53-man projections this week, so we'll probably go over a bunch of players. We're going to hit the news while we hit those positions because it's all kind of player news. Plus, yeah, we're, we're, we're also going to hit uh, – we've got a couple topics here. I know NFL Draft, Draft Network has been doing it on Twitter if you guys are on there at all. Uh, they do a little, like, breakout candidate, comeback uh, player, rising star, don't forget about, rebound guy, um, which is – now I'm thinking about comeback and rebound. It's kind of the same as well, isn't Was it? Was there a comeback and a rebound? Or did I just write that down? Oh, to me, I take comeback. So comeback kid, I take that more as like coming back from an injury. Oh, Or right. was out for the entire season or something. Rebound had a down year and needs to rebound to what they used to be. Perfect. That's, that's in my mind. Right on. So after the rebound, we also have our, our dark horse and our most intriguing player. Yeah. So when we hit those players, whoever, you know, if, if it's one of your guys, you'll just say, this is my dark horse player. So it'll be kind of cool to look back and see uh, how wrong we were. Yeah. You know? no, how right we were. Well, how right Cause, I was. Because remember, we're, uh, hey now, hey now. <laughs> I mean, you know, Brett Taylor made my 53-man roster and 99% of you never heard of him. And you had Mac Alexander not making the team. So hey, but, you know, it was, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was one of our first episodes. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make some points here. That was our first episode. It was the our 53 first. 53-man. Was it was 53 our before our AFC and NFC? Yep. Over, wow. Yeah, episode two was uh, AFC and episode three, I think, was the NFC. So, wow. Yeah, so. Good deal. This is... Uh, Almost a year since we started, I think. Maybe a little bit, a week, couple. Early? I think it might just be Pretty a couple close. days before. Yeah. I feel like it was like the 27th, 28th when mm-hmm. we uh, did our first one. So this is all kind of like our anniversary episode. We're going to, you know, do the same topic as we did our first one. Yeah, buckle in. This could be a long one. This is the this is the 53-man projection. This I, is, I'm pumped for this. this I is mean, big I, news. I like it. So, uh, oh, I got a spreadsheet here, color-coded, you know. Uh, see, my, I've got a spreadsheet on sheets on my phone. Mine's not color-coded, though, so you do a great job with that. Oh, it's, I feel like you've got some time on your hands. Oh, you know, I work at a desk all day, so, you know. <laughs> but uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we jump right into quarterbacks? Quarterback. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got four quarterbacks in camp. Yep. 
Who do you think is a lock? I have one lock. I've got one lock as well, and that's obviously a starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Um, if you don't think he's a lock to make the roster, you don't know anything about salary cap or <laughs> <Yeah>. football. <laughs> the only way he doesn't make the roster um, is if we if somehow get somebody or, or <laughs> somehow gets traded. You know, like which isn't going to happen. Yeah. There's, so both those scenarios are out. So there's no a lock. There's no bigger lock on this roster than Kirk Cousins. The fact. So behind him, you got Sean Mannion, Kyle Slaughter. Now, I saw he had a he was pushing a shirt that said Slaughterhouse. Which yes. makes me believe that his name is Kyle Slaughter yeah, and not Yeah, we, we discussed this a couple, was it last was it? Did we talk? season? But we did talk about, is it Slaughter? Is it Slaughter? It, and it, we hoped it was Slaughter, because that sounds a lot cooler. Yeah, clearly. I mean, the slaughter. shirt only makes sense if it's Slaughter, so yep. we're going Slaughter. And then the last one is Jake Browning. Um, one of the higher paid undrafted yep. rookies. And PA was talking that he thought he looked pretty good in uh, uh, OTAs, rookie yep. camp. So, Mini camp, uh, OTAs, yep. yep. Uh, so who do you have of those four making the roster? I've got three of them. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Sean Mannion, and Kyle Slo- Slaughter. Um, I have I, the exact same three. I have Browning not making the team, the other three making the team. Yeah, and it's uh, it's difficult because I – I mean, with Kirk Cousins being so healthy all the time, you can almost justify taking two quarterbacks into the season. I I, I could definitely see that. I, I, I kind of – the I thing is, they seem down on Slaughter, so it's like then you kind of need Mannion. If, if well, I was thinking that it would be Mannion. That would just be the backup. Yeah. yeah. So man, man, I, I see. I could totally see that happening. And just being like, because there's always those those vets lying around. I mean, not saying they're good vets and are gonna win you ball games, but if you know Cousins goes down and Mannion has to play a half or you know a full game, you can bring somebody in, and maybe at that time you bring two of them in. Mm-hmm. But I just think going into the season, I I wouldn't be shocked. I think the only the reason that they would keep three is because they do still like slaughter slaughter long term. You know, like if they kind of think he's. Okay, he hasn't gotten any better. He's just kind of – he has some good plays in preseason, but it's not that great. I could totally see them going with two quarterbacks. Yeah. But I'm not ready to give up on Slaughter yet. Mannion's more the vet backup, so I got three quarterbacks. Who do you think wins the backup job as sort of a, you know, a camp battle? Ooh, I – I think the guy in the lead is Mannion as the veteran. Yeah, and I, I kind of want to go Slaughter, though. And he's I, so much more exciting. Yeah, and, and Mannion, like, he's he's not a guy, guy that – bad guy to have on your roster. Remember, I'm excited for Mania. Oh, yeah, you're fired I'm, up. I'm fired, fired up about but, Sean Mania. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny. You think he's the veteran, but what's he been in the league? Two more years than Slaughter? And yeah, I think he's only 26, 27. And he hasn't played, like, at all. No, and he was so a not a round, lot of experience. Was it third, third round, round, third round, round draft pick, and already, you know, on a new team. So and that got kind the of, minimum. Like, no one was rushing to He was to replaced as a backup by Blake Bortles. Yeah. So, so maybe – and so, yeah, I mean, maybe he is the guy who doesn't make the team. Maybe they do like Browning and Slaughter. Yeah, could be. So so I'm going to go with Manning wins the backup job, though, if yeah, I had to bet I, on yeah, it. Yeah, if I if – I, I mean, I'm a betting man, but, yeah, I'd go with Manning as yeah. backup. Okay, so we both kept three. Do we want to talk anything about practice squad players or go to the very end and then I think at the team? very okay, end, okay. which I gives me the hint that we both think Browning's probably going to be on good the practice fit, good squad. Good fit for a practice squad. Yeah. Get an arm I, on there. Yeah. Try to slip him through. And, and you know, his ju- sophomore year, I believe it was, at Washington, he was lights out. Like, I think it was in the, the Heisman race for a little bit. Um, well, yeah, when he was – 
he like got worse, but back when the, for his would you say sophomore year when he had John Ross and Dante Pettis? Yep. He was yeah, he put up big numbers. So um, I would like to I mean And if he you know, I mean PA PA is a homer and everything like that, but I mean you don't talk about there's there's no you don't reason talk about a quarterback. Yeah, and there's no reason to like say he looked good if he didn't. You would just not talk about Browning as a homer. You just be like, oh, I won't and I believe Browning was a uh, uh, top talent coming out of high school. Yeah. So like the arm talent's always been there. It's just kind of putting mm-hmm. it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Kub- with the Kubiaks and everything like that, that it, could be. He was mentioning too that he thinks that he's good, like mobile, like moving around, rolling out, ma- you know, making a play in the run. So yeah, and like he may he's not good. be. He's not like. Fast, like you, he's not like Aaron Rodgers moving around the pocket, but he's got that mobility, like that. Uh, he's not slow like Brady, but that pot, he, he's good in the pocket. Yeah, he can step up, move out, like you said, roll, bootleg stuff like that. All right, um, let's move on to running back. Now, here's a change Rock Thomas, since we last talked, was so last time we talked, he just announced his suspension, he's now cut yep. off the team. Um, we brought in D'Angelo Henderson. From the Jets. From the Jets. Originally was a Bronco when Kubiak was there. Yeah, yeah Then I saw that. he went to the Jets where Rick Dennison was. Yep. Now so he's here where there. both of them are. So, yeah, he's 5'7", so I think he's more of a scat back, third down. Do you know whether he can uh, do – if he has any return ability? I don't know that, but I kind of feel like – the guy he's battling is Abdullah. Exactly. Like it's, I feel it's like a little more of a passing down type guy is what I'm feeling from him. I don't know a ton about him, but. Yeah, and I feel like uh, if he does have returnability, like that's really a battle to look at is the Abdullah-Henderson battle. Yeah. And I, it, at this point in time, I'd like to give Henderson the nod just because younger, a little more exciting because I don't know much about him. Um with Amir, with Amir Abdullah, you know what you're getting, and that's a solid kick returner and a half decent scat back. Yeah. So, um, but I've got one, two, three, four, five running backs, including the fullback. Okay, so we're gonna mix fullback. Yeah. In. Who do you have as locks? I have two locks. I have two locks as well, and that's Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Yeah, Madison is just drafted too high. Yeah, even if say a Mike Boone beats him off for the role, they're not cutting Madison. No, nope. you know, not at all. Um, how many do you have making the team then? So two locks, and you said five, including five. The I have uh, Delvin Cook, Madison at number two. We got Mike Boone as the third, and then Amir Abdullah for returns slash scat back, and then CJ Ham. I have the exact same thing. So, yeah, I think Madison's the backup. Amir Abdullah's the passing downs back, returnability, like you said. And then Mike Boone, I mean, he made the 53 last year. He's the one that I was kind of like, if he doesn't show improvement, maybe they're like, all right, we thought he had potential, but we don't really need to keep four running backs. And he seems, to me, he seems pretty similar to Madison. So I could see them being like, you know, there's not really a role for you. Maybe we try to slide you to practice squad. But... I liked him. I think Boone, I mean, it's weird that you compared Boone and Madison to the same style where I see kind of Madison is more like the head-on runner and Boone's a little more elusive. Like, he's got some See, I think Boone was like, was really not afraid of contact. Like, no, he, was he, he wasn't, but he's not, like, Madison, isn't he a little, like, bigger back? I feel yeah, like Ma- Boone, I, Madison's a little bigger. Yeah, I feel like Boone is, uh, like, he, he's not he's not shy of contact, but I think he's like five. 5'11", 210, where, so, I mean, 
I guess with those measurables, I yeah, just Boone is five ten, two oh six. Okay, but I mean, Delvin Cook's probably like similar to that. I think running backs they don't really usually get up over six foot, unless you're like Derrick Henry or I mean, Latavius. Murray Delvin was Cook's six five ten, two. It's weird, Delvin. He's the same size as Mike Boone. Delvin just seems like he is bigger than five ten. I don't know why, but I always thought of him as like a six foot back. And then if Alexander Madison is 5'11", 220, definitely a little – I mean, he's an inch inch taller and 10 pounds bigger, maybe 15 over Boone. So, yeah. I, to me, I just feel like they're both straight-ahead runners. They're not – They're not going to and, and really it's, on a toss or anything like And really, that. when I think about it, it's more they're, they're vying for the same role. The the Like, if Delvin Cook got hurt, they would take the bulk of the carries. Because I don't really see Amir Abdullah doing that. Yeah. I see him kind of as a returner, passing downs. You know, a, a change of pace back. Whereas, you know, if Boone shows really good and looks better than Madison and Cook gets hurt, I could see Boone getting way more carries, you know, if, that, if that's yeah. how it turned out. So. Yeah, I, I feel like, I just feel like kind of Boone and Madison do complement each other well. Because I know Boone made a couple nice little swing pass plays mm-hmm. in the uh, preseason last year. Um, I know Madison is able to catch the ball. Well, he had after, a lot of catches in college. Yeah. So, but... Uh, I don't know, I, I think Boone just might have a step or two on him, where that kind of just gives me the idea of... Oh, just the speed thing? Yeah. yeah. And that might might even be, you know. Um, yeah, with just four running backs? See, I, last year, I didn't think that was going to happen, and then it did. I mean, and it's five with the fullback. Um, so I, if... And you're not Cuddy Madison. No, no. Third-round pick, There's you're not no getting way. rid of him. So, I mean, maybe it, maybe it is between Boone and Abdullah. If you don't, if you only keep three running backs, and, and that all, and it all depends. I mean, I know there's a player that we'll get to probably next, Chad Beebe, who can do punt returns, mm-hmm. but we don't really have like a kick. That's returner. the that's the thing we need is the kick return, yeah. Because last year we tried to go in with Stacy Coley, Jer, or not Jerry McKinnon, but Stacy Coley, and I think even Holton Hill did a few. Mike Hughes, Mike Hughes was there. Right I really away. not want to have him back there. Yeah. And, so and, and until we got Abdullah, it was a mess back there. Not that Abdullah wasn't great, but he would actually get us to the thirty. He would get us to the goddamn twenty twenty five. Yeah. Like, he would remember? get. How many times was it complaining about our kick returners not being able to get us back to the line? Yeah. Of scrimmage. Taking them out five yards deep and then getting to the fifteen. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Just, I mean, they just were literally sets, just making poor decisions. That's giving you. That's giving the defense an extra first down to work with if you're trying to score a touchdown. And if if Abdullah doesn't win that kick return job, you might see him not make the team. Because, yeah. and, but I don't see, you know, like Boone isn't going to be doing any kick return, so he doesn't really have that. Yeah, no, if, if Amir, I think if Amir Abdullah does not win the kick return job, he's not on the roster. Like, yeah. I mean, he's he's good to have for that random, you know, scat back uh, mm-hmm. little stuff. If, but and, like you said, our guys can catch. It's not like we have Peterson back there, you know. And Cook you need can catch, Jared McKinnon. Madison can catch. Mike Boone can catch. So, um, T'Angelo Henderson, do you have any thought that he could uh, – I mean, it's interesting we claimed him, just like we claimed Abdullah last year. Yeah, you know? I, I I, think there's a chance. I mean, being that size and, you know, I believe he's a little quicker than all of those guys. Probably, yeah. So And obviously, Dennison and Kubiak have some... Wasn't Kubiak in the front office? Yeah, So he actually Denver. probably, like, no, nah, I don't know if, you know, vouch for him more, but, you know, liked him enough to say, hey, let's go, you know. Yeah, I'm and gonna... again, if he's got returnability, it, it's easily in my... If I knew he would kick return, yeah, I'd sure. probably have him on the roster over Amir Abdullah right now. Just right. based on the fact that we claimed him, 
He was around Denison. He was around Kubiak. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, Rock Thomas ain't making the team. No, Rock Thomas is not making the team. And uh, one of my personal favorite names, Curry Blazingame, will not be making the team. So obviously the you 53. have C.J. Ham. C.J. Ham. Yeah. Got to have it. I was it. Uh, watching, uh, I think his name's Kenny Palomalu, our running backs coach. Yep. Uh, Wabi's been doing interviews with all the positional coaches and – Really talking up CJ Ham in this scheme. There's really like, oh yeah, look out for Ham. Like definitely. I can see can a lot of like, like those like fullback receiving screens. fullback, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So not that Kerry Blossingham can't do that, but but I mean, Ham's been around. Ham's for been a while. around. Ham's proven it. You know, I'm not gonna pick some unknown guy that was undrafted over Ham, who actually like every time he does get the ball, I feel like he always breaks a tackle and gets as much yards as he can. Yeah, and when he was uh or when who got hurt when Morgan was hurt last year. He was our third tight end. Yeah. So and he can even our, play some running back. Like he's he's pretty versatile. So. Yeah. He came out as a running back. Yeah. He played and we a moved running him, back, which is actually Justice what we're or... doing with Blazing Game. Is yeah. he's like it's like a bigger running back that we're turning into a fullback. Because you know back when we had like Childress, it was uh, who was our Tony Richardson. Tony Richardson, and then there was that uh, who was that one white guy that we moved from linebacker to fullback. Oh, I can't. For some reason, I want to say Jeff Dugan, but I know that's no, not that's right. just a tight end. But anyways, like those were like the blocking fullback all they did was just you know they weren't getting handoffs they weren't getting catches they were lead blocking for adrian peterson these guys in this scheme they're much more receiving you know like a you know trying to be like a kevin use type where you're actually using them as something more than and like i with him you know you're you're talking about uh coach paul malu kind of talking him up like the little play action plays you know weak side ham just kind of slips out there yep uh, right tackle and guard pull, you know, catches the defense off guard. You know, you see a lot of those bootleg plays where the tight end comes across the field. I mean, you can run that with a fullback underneath. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps an eye on the tight end. Bam, dump it off to him, seven, eight yards. Yeah. So both have we're both identical so far, right? Three yep. quarterbacks, four running backs, one fullback. And I got the numbers last year. They kept that exact same. So they kept three quarterbacks last year. They kept four running backs, and they kept a fullback. Okay. Um, we are on to receiver. Yeah, wide receivers. I've got just five. You have five. I have six making the team. Oh. I have two locks. You probably heard of them. Uh, One's from Detroit Lakes, uh, Minnesota Minnesota guy. Uh, Undrafted tryout player. Whoa, whoa, whoa. As yeah. a lock, you're going you're gonna to lock up an well, undrafted I'm going to lock guy? in Adam Thielen. I'm going to lock in Adam Thielen. Oh, oh <laughs> I thought he was like a second, third round guy. I mean, no, he, no. I mean, he's pretty good. Solid player. And then the other one, Stephon Diggs, quality ball player. Oh, I know, I know about him, Minneapolis okay. Miracle. Yeah, now, that, that, every Vikings fan has heard of Diggs. So we got those two. And then who do you have winning the battle for the third receiver job? Um, it's got... I got Chad BB. I have Chad BB. I mean, he's actually the last one on my spreadsheet, but that's not I think if they lined up week one, first play, you got Diggs outside, Thielen outside, BB in the slot. Yep. You know, I think if they go three wide, it's going to be a lot more BB than any other receiver, and they're going to let Diggs and Thielen stay on the outside. True. You know, if you can get a little dude that just runs those little shake routes and those little, you know, all that in and out, you know. Yeah, like, we don't need to be using Thielen for that. We can use this guy. If this guy can beat man coverage or find the soft spot in the zone. And, like, was that... Did we talk earlier on this podcast about how Thielen prefers to be outside? Yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, he was on that. Uh, I think he was actually on with PA, and he was talking about, or he was on that with the the power trip, and he was saying, yeah. "Yeah, I prefer to be outside just because I get to go one on one with the the corner and 
you know, set up things, you know, run, run, go route, go route, and then a comeback, you know, like, yeah, or feel what they're doing. Little shake route, cut to the outside, and then, but this route, or this time, instead of shaking, I'm actually going to run the post. Yeah, I'm going to do something different. He was just, he just did one of the uh, Game Pass uh, playbook sessions, the ones that Rhodes did, and okay. he just did one, yeah, and he was also talking about, like, he's like, they kept showing stuff from, like, last year, or the even the year before, and he was like, you know, I wish... I want to go deep more, you know. He's like, I didn't think we did it enough last year. I want, you know, let's run some more posts, some more fades. Just, just let me run past some people. Like they asked him, "What's your favorite route?" He's like, "Just, I just want to run." Like yeah. I, I know you probably think I like doing all these routes and stuff, but he's like, "Just throw the ball up." And they showed up one of the Saints plays from when Keenum was quarterback, okay. and he runs like he runs a slant, and Keenum's not looking towards him, so he runs. He just like kind of, you know, breaks it off and runs a corner route because then Keenum rolls towards him, and he just. Keenum just fades it up to him. You know, it's not, it's just a broken play. And Thielen comes down with it and makes the play. And it's like, he's like, I love when a quarterback will just throw it up and let me make a play. He has got some of the best hands, like, uh, in contested catches. Yeah, and can position his body. And so can Diggs. So it's like, I wish Cousins did more of that, of just saying one on one. Well, and even just like one on one, that's not covered. I get it. even not if he's on even if yeah guys. even if he's like in his hip pocket it doesn't matter it's like Favre to Sidney Rice like Sidney Rice was covered all the time but no he's he's great contested catch great hands great body control that if you just throw it up to him chances are Thielen's coming down with it Diggs is coming down with it more than the cornerback I mean we so don't let's have go. they're not six three six four like Julio Jones but like Matt yeah. Ryan does but not I trust even like, I trust Stephon Diggs and I am Thielen just as much. Uh, as I would Julio Jones catching those. Yeah, balls. absolutely. And it, it, maybe it's different. It's not you know boxing out and using that big frame, but it's they know how to just like you said uh, position their bodies. Yeah, well, uh, Thielen was talking about how basketball helped him so much. He's like, you know, without basketball, I wouldn't be the kind of receiver I am. Like just knowing how high like, pointing balls, high pounding the ball, like boxing out. You know, so I hope Cousins takes more chances because like that was the thing, Keenum. I liked about him. I, it sometimes it hurt us. I mean, he's you know some of his interceptions were because he just threw it up. But so many big plays happen because he just threw it up. Yep. You know, it's like, dude, you have Thielen and Diggs. Let him, let him make plays. And that is something I missed last year was those – I mean, it happened week two against the Packers where Cousins would just throw it up to Diggs or the uh, the one to Thielen. In the, the Thielen corner. one definitely felt like one where he just was like, screw it, I'm going to give my guy a chance. You yep. know? Like the bomb to Diggs, that seemed like sort of the play call, like we're going to yeah. bomb it to Diggs. You know, and he – but, it, you know, he kind of broke free and was open. But, like, the Thielen one, he's, he's covered. That safety's coming down, and he's just like, screw it, I'm going to just throw it no, in I'm there. I'm going to fit so. it there. I know he's going to catch it. If I get it to Adam, he's going to catch it. Yeah. So uh, so those two, Chad Beebe's the third. Yep. And who are your last two? I got Laquan Treadwell because there's no way we cut him, and I don't think anyone's so trading for him. I looked at the money thing. If we do cut him, we save a tiny bit, but you eat dead money. But you and would I, save a tiny bit. I don't think that matters this year. Though. I don't think it does anymore. After so Rudolph I, restructured, I don't think you're looking to save. But do you think it's at the point where it's like, it's not even about money or anything. It's about you're not good enough anymore. Like, sorry, but uh, maybe a different receiver's playing better than you. We don't care that you were a first-round pick. Yeah, or are they still – No, he's, I, he was so young that I worry that they're going to go, okay, we spent a first on you. We drafted you when you were 20. You're still super young. Like, got to give it, like, one last one year. One more year. At 24, I believe he's still the same – he's only one year older – then Josh Doxson, who was drafted right in front of him. Yep. And when he was drafted. Like, Doxson was 23. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah. Like, so he's like three years younger than that dude. And he's, I think he's only like a year older than some of the rookies, like Dylan Mitchell. And yeah. I'm not positive, but I know it's. So, like, I, I, I'm going to give Treadwell the benefit of the doubt. I th- I'm praying 
he put in a lot of work this off season. Yeah. And like instead of just running up and down the stairs, he actually like did football activities. The one thing I always liked about Treadwell is he always seemed like a really good teammate. Like he just always is celebrating. He's always like he seems like he cares. Yeah. He just it, fucks up a lot. Yeah. And it and sucks. I, I think that's the thing. I mean, who knows me. We we talked about last year, like maybe the dude just needs to see a sports psychologist real quick. Yeah, I you know some way to get out of your own head. I, I think, think I think with Treadwell, the talents there, I think he's just in his own head. Well, and I think he needs to kind of maybe change his game a little bit to be like, okay, I'm not ever gonna be this dominant number one receiver. I need to be a physical, just like possession receiver, and like get good at that because I don't think he has yeah. like. Any type of like top end speed, he doesn't really have any like you know. He just need, he's he's big and he's supposed to have good hands. I don't know what happened. Like you he, said, he's got to learn to create separation. It's yeah, the thing that's somehow. kind of getting us right now yeah. is he doesn't separate when the guy's on his hip. He where Thielen and Diggs, if there's there's a guy on their hip, it's like he's not covered. But with Treadwell, he is a guy. Yeah, there's yeah, a guy on his hip. He hasn't covered. done anything to prove that. It's funny though. Like I said, being like a good teammate, they were showing Thielen was doing you know like I just mentioned on the game pass thing. And he was running, Thielen was in the slot running just like a quick slant. And then uh, Treadwell's running a fade in the end zone. And Treadwell fries his guy, throws his hand up. All, all Cousins has to do is just drop it in the bucket, touchdown. But Thielen's wide open on the slant. Okay. And, of course, you're Kirk Cousins. You love Thielen. Treadwell's, you know, Treadwell. You throw the slant, touchdown, Thielen. Now, instead of Treadwell over there pissed that he didn't get the ball, he's immediately celebrating with Thielen, you know, which I just like. It's, I, you know, I, it's interesting. You know, instead of being like, you might have receiver go, oh, you know, like that was my shot. You know, I, I'm, I never get the ball. I'm always open. You know, instead but, of being a diva, he's like, yeah. wait, this is a team effort. Yeah, Let's not celebrate know. with my boys. Yeah, he immediately hands up touchdown. He's pumped. You know, but it was funny to see how absolutely wide open on the on the fade route he was. So, but uh, was that uh was that it was a Saints remember, game? I was gonna say, was that the Saints game? The, la- I think- the end of the game touchdown that didn't really matter, but uh, yeah, Thielen absolutely shook his guy. But when you look at PJ Williams, right? The, uh, yeah, the guy NFC Defensive six. Player yeah, of the Week. Who played terrible. <laughs> we had the pick six. Okay, so that's four for you, right? Diggs, yep. Thielen, Chad Beebe, Laquan Treadwell. What I like about that top four is, well, Diggs and Thielen are awesome, but Beebe, little slot receiver, Treadwell, big possession receiver. Who's your fifth? Um, before I move on, forgot to mention uh, my most intriguing player. Oh shoot! Chet, I've, I've I've already missed a couple. I, well, we'll go back at, okay. after we finish the wide receivers. Should we and, just wait on all that and we'll go? We'll just talk about it at the end. Yeah, if, if you missed, a, if I've you already missed, missed a few. I've missed at least two. Already. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll we'll just wait till the. We'll end. name those after. We'll make that our last break and then. Good we'll, deal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's your fifth? Uh, my fifth is Donovan Mitchell. Well, we don't have a Donovan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell. You want the Utah Jazz point guard? See, I always do that. <laughs> I always do that. He's probably pretty good at basketball <laughs> football. Dylan uh, Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell. You know, I think rookie. I originally wrote Dylan down, too, and I was like, wait, no, that's not right. It's Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have him not making the team. So, mine is Diggs, Thielen, B.B. Treadwell, and my fifth is Jeff Bidet. Oh, yes. I'm, t- I'm putting the speed on the team. Oh, yes. I want it. And my sixth, because I kept six, is Davion Davis. Okay. That's my. That's probably okay. my biggest long shot I had making the team. Because yep. I thought about last year, I went kind of chalk, and I went with like the pretty obvious stuff. And then freaking, you know, Rock Thomas makes the team. Mike Boone makes the team. You know, guys that were undrafted. So I wanted to mix a couple in there. Davion Davis, Ben Lieber's been talking him up. PA's been talking him up. I feel like uh, he could be the uh, the random undrafted 
I like guy that. that makes the team. I, so, I, I, I always go back to the uh, video you posted on uh, on our Twitter page, uh, Grapes and Gorak, at Grapes and Gorak on Twitter if you guys are interested. Um, where you did your top twenty prospects, or was this before? This that? was before. This before was uh, just throwing out some of the you know the UDFA guys. Yeah, so and, he, had the and he had the great catch, falling back, mm-hmm. one-handed, kind of Odell Beckham style. Yeah, and I went and watched uh, some of his uh, uh, YouTube videos, and like, dude, Duke can play. He's very intriguing to me. Yeah, I really, I, think he's... I really like him. So, we both had not making the team. Brandon Zilstra, who made the team last year. Yeah. But we'll see. Jordan Taylor, kind of getting a little bit of hype, but I just don't. I don't I know. Think something that's about just it. I don't a like Vikings it. Twitter. Yeah, thing, it does honestly, seem like a Vikings where, Twitter. Where like thing. they're just trying to hype themselves up over a six foot four white guy. Yeah, honestly, honestly, he's got a little punt return ability, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like he's if if you can't make boring. it in De- if you can't make it in Denver where they are kind of like kind of scrapping for some help. I know they've got Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Daquan Ham or Deshaun Hamilton. But like, it's still not that great. No, that's young and that's unimproved. Besides Sanders, yeah. So like, time. you're really gonna add Jordan Taylor to our roster when he couldn't even make the Broncos? Yeah, get out of here. I don't buy that one. And then uh, Ola BC Johnson, we both don't. Alexander Hollins, we don't have making. So you have Dylan Mitchell, I have Bidet and Davion Davis. So last year they kept five. You have five. I yep. have six this year. So I have an extra player there, so I gotta make a cut somewhere. So. uh Shall we uh, take a quick break and we'll uh, see you on the other side? Yeah, let's do that. Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. Welcome back. Hope you uh, enjoyed that little snippet. We'll jump right back into our 53-man roster projections, and we'll go to the tight ends. Tight ends. Good group. Yeah. I I, I really like this group of tight ends. Even the – I don't have the 90-man roster in front of me, but that – the other tight end, the undrafted rookie. Brandon Dillon. Brandon Dillon, yeah. That's yep. honestly what I thought his name was, but I don't want to screw He's that generic. up on air. Yeah. I think that might be your Brett Taylor of the year. Right uh, I've, I've, you have a different one? I've got a different okay, one, but it's not wanna... super generic. That's okay. Just, you know, we're, it's you a know, guy. I don't it's want... a guy. It's, that's, what, that's what you need. So, locks at tight end. Who do you got? I got three. Of them. I got three as well. I and mean, I, like, I almost told you four because I really like the fourth. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got Irv Smith. Lock, Lock, second round pick. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph just restructured yep. or resigned. If you cut him, I think you'd be wasting a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, and then David Morgan, yep. he's the blocker. You're gonna need that. And I love all three of them. And I also really like Tom, Tyler Conklin. Yeah, I saw a lot of people like, oh, now that they brought Rudolph back, Conklin's out. It's like I don't. I think we keep four tight ends. That's why I kept only five. I wanted to keep six wide receivers. Yeah. But I went five wide receivers, four tight ends, which is. Actually, already one more than last year. They only kept three tight ends last yep. year. So total pass catchers, eight last year. You're keeping nine. I'm keeping ten. I'm keep- You're keeping all four as well. I'm keeping all four right as well. On. I mean, you have to. I mean, the top three are – you got to keep them. And then Conklin showed far too much for me to just cut him. Yeah, I mean, you know? he, he's a guy who – like, the Texans always have bad uh, luck at tight end. He's a guy who can go from number four on our depth chart to number two right away over there. Which is maybe trade candidate? Could be. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd, – I'd like to keep him because I don't think Rudolph – I know he got the extension. I could see him being cut down the road. Yep. So I'd rather keep a guy like Conklin around. Yeah. Uh, but if someone offered you 
fifth round pick, would you do it? I, For a I, guy who probably won't see the field? I, I was just going to say, I mean, I might even do it at six. Yeah. Just to but get, when do, where do we take him, though? Because then I feel like it's kind of... I, I think we took him in the fourth. Yeah, but see, but at but at a six round price, I would like I see that as an asset to to manipulate manipulate the board. Yeah, throw in an extra six. And if it to is someone that you're not gonna, yeah, like if fifth, we're he was a fifth rounder, so fifth round. I prefer to get that fifth rounder back. I prefer to just keep him. But I I could see a team like you said, the Texans, who can never find a tight end, offering or Seattle. Like, yeah, Seattle yeah, would be a good spot for him, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I would take a fifth. Love a fifth. I'll take a six. I'd be very reluctant if yeah, it was just a seven. I don't think I would. Unless I it was kind of like they're like, we can't keep four tight ends. Like, we need these other guy. Uh, we need a different another if corner. If we were to trade whatever. Conklin for a seventh or a conditional pick, it's he's not making our roster. Yeah. we got to get something It's because he was going to get cut. Exactly. Um, and, then, you know, the reason I kept all four of them plus the six receivers is I just think the depth behind the two receivers is so scary that I'd like to keep a lot of guys – just to see if one steps yeah, up, because I mean, how many times have we talked about Irv Smith Jr. being the, the number? Yeah, split out wide mm-hmm. with Thielen and Diggs switching off outside in the slot. Yeah, because if I'm just doing a depth chart of pass catchers, it's Diggs, Thielen, Irv, Kyle Rudolph. You know, yeah. I'm not even getting to the receivers because they're yeah, and they then and then you get Chad Beebe. Yeah, and then it's probably and then Chad I Beebe. might even take Morgan before Treadwell. I, as far as a pass catcher, I'm gonna take Conklin and Morgan over That's Treadwell. True. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say this is true because. Big Treadwell guy. Treadwell season. <laughs> uh, I was watching a guy on YouTube. He was breaking down the Vikings season last year, just kind of what went wrong and stuff. And he was pointing out that Filippo loved to make Rudolph block difficult blocks. Like he said, one of the key changes he saw once Stefanski took over was it was a lot of Rudolph doing. Um, so instead of actually blocking, it'd be like a fake pass set. And then the guy would run up the field and he would just sort of keep him going that way. Like use his momentum against him. Yeah. Where he was showing Filippo and like, the key block is, like, Rudolph blocking down on some linebacker Oof. and, like, beat repeatedly. Because it's, like, he, Rudolph's not yeah, like he was down. actually saying, like, you know, Filippo had some good concepts, some good ideas, but he didn't think he used his players correctly. And that was one of the big, like, examples was, like, he tried to make Rudolph a blocker, and he's just not a blocker, you know? Yeah, like, he's not Zach Ertz, which he had in Philadelphia, where... Zach yeah. can probably make that block yeah. because he's more athletic than Kyle Rudolph. Exactly. And, and if, a better blocker. So he so. was just showing our run game get blown up multiple times because, like, Rudolph's blocking the point of attack, and it's like, just just don't do it. Oh. So uh, tight ends, both have four. Yep. So you have one more, quote-unquote, playmaker making the team than I do. Yep, I with have. An extra Which is receiver. basically Davion Davis, the undrafted guy. So right now I have one extra player on my roster. Yeah. All right. Otherwise, we've been identical. Yep. Uh, let's go to offensive line. Should we do it as a whole? You want to hit? Let's maybe hit tackles first and work our way in. Yeah, I've got them separated between I got them tackles, se- guards, and center. Okay, so let's talk. Let's start with center. Okay, I got one lock. I got one guy making the team. Only just one making. Well, okay. Depends what you consider the. I've got Brett Jones okay. considered I, as okay. a center. Okay, I have Brett Jones also making the team, so we'll consider in the backup center. Yeah, I do think. If Bradbury did go down, I do think Brett Jones would take over as center, and I don't think they would want to move Elfline. Probably Maybe. not at this point. Yeah. Depends I think, I think, about Drew Samia. And if, it also depends on if Elfline is just a lot better at guard. But if he's interchangeable, if it's like, oh, you get the same at guard out of Elfline as you do at center. Then it comes down to Samia. Are you better than Brett Jones? Yeah. Because that would be likely who they would be plugging in. But if you don't want to tinker with stuff, the easy move is Bradbury's hurt. Put in Jones, don't change anything else. Yep, and, and it's nice having uh, two guys who can 
play both positions. Yeah, I mean, we well, basically, three technically three, really, if you yeah, want to exactly, call Bradbury. Yeah, you could have three different centers. So we actually have a quite a decent amount of flexibility on our line. So center, Bradbury, Brett Jones, Bradbury locked, Brett Jones. Yeah. Makes my team, makes your team, but yeah. I could easily see him not making the team as well. True, because didn't we give him that minute? that minimum to come yeah, back? Yeah, I think he pretty much came back Somewhere for nothing. 750K so, or whatever. I mean, I think the big plus with him is his center flexibility. So. Yeah. Did we uh, did we want to go inside out? Let's go inside out. Let's hit guard next. Uh, guards, I've got four of them. I have three. Three. And I have three locks. Okay, and that's Alfline, Klein, and Smia. Yep, I think they're all locks. In right on. I added uh, Dakota Dozier in there. Okay, the signing from the Jets. Yep, because I believe he can play guard and tackle. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I believe I okay. I could be wrong, but I believe he can play guard and tackle, so he yeah, can slide out if, if if Rashad Hill is already playing and somebody else goes down or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've got four of them with three locks. So, do you have Danny Isadora not making the team? That is, I have him true. cut as well. I just think the fit in this rot and this uh, this scheme is not his. He, he's a bigger. He's more of a, like a mauler or yeah. just kind of like. You know, go across your face and mm-hmm. get in the way. And he he showed a little something his rookie season, like, oh hey, look, this guy looks like he could be something. And then he really has gone downhill since. Yeah, and I know he's got a little bit of uh, center flexibility. Mm-hmm. I think he did, but in it's the not preseason. really. No, I, like I I trust Brett Jones more than I do. Yeah, Isadora. I mean, Isadora couldn't crack a lineup with Remmers and Compton. Ooh. Like you you, it's not good. And then we just signed uh, this guy Tiano. Not gonna try to pronounce his last name. Uh, when we cut Rock either. Thomas and we picked him up, yeah, uh, I have any from Sioux Falls or whatever. Yeah, yeah seems like a whole body. <laughs> uh, whatever. Not I'd making the kind of, team. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna be here very long. Uh, okay, so going to tag. I don't even think he makes it past the first cut. <laughs> yeah, he might be cut tomorrow once we claim another guy. I thought he was gonna be cut when we claimed um, D'Angelo Henderson. Oh, okay. But it wasn't him; it was someone else. Uh, tackles. How many? Yeah. Do you got making the three. team? Three. Three making the team. Yep. I also have three. Two, two locks. locks. The third guy, Rashad Hill. Yep. So the Solid first two are tackle. Riley Reef, Brian O'Neill. Yep. Both making the team. Could Riley Reef be the uh, Alex Boone cut? And you go with Brian O'Neill on the left and Rashad Hill starting? You definitely could. I mean, I. it would it would surprise be, the hell be, out of me, but surprising. Alex Boone surprised the hell out of me, too. Yeah. And that's why you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you save... Five million out of the eleven, or four out of the eleven. You save a decent chunk of change. I mean, you get some dead money, but you you save some money. I think he's probably the the. He's not a bad scheme fit, but I think he's the worst of our starters. I think he's the most lumbering of our starters. Yeah, he's not as quick. He can't move across the body. I mean, you got Bradbury, Elfline, Klein, and uh, who am I missing? Brian O'Neill, who I think are very good fits. Reef, fine, you know, is what it is. Elfline, I just keep thinking, you know. Going going back to the uh, I I don't know why I'm saying this now as we're on tackles but oh, go right uh, the uh, the play against Green Bay at home the screen the, pass the little the little uh, swing, swing pass, pass over there where he Delvin led Cook. Cook. yeah oh yeah. yeah and he led the way I mean mm-hmm. that that just shows you athleticism that Riley Reef doesn't have mm-hmm. I know it's obviously two different positions but you don't see a lot of Riley Reef getting ahead of the yeah the and it, I, and if he does that, it's because he has nobody to block on his assignment he's just like. Right, yeah, I'm just what am I doing? The, <laughs> the one guy that I was just talking about earlier with the, uh, where Tread, oh, no, it wasn't, it was the, the Kyle Rudolph thing where he was showing a missed blocks. He also showed Riley Reef getting out in front to do a bubble screen to Diggs. Okay. So it's Reef and I think Morgan, and they're one on one with corners. 
and Reef whiffs horribly Ooh, out he's in space. To just flatten the oh, guy. The, the, the corner's like, oh, I'll just step to the side. You you will just your momentum will take you completely out of the play. So, um, I mean, Madden rated Reef is sixty seven, so he's clearly cuttable. You know. Yeah, but Madden also <laughs> rated Blake Bortles is sixty nine. And if we're talking, I mean, I'd rather have Reef on a team than Bortles. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. You know, it's the reason I would say they wouldn't cut him. One, he's he's a veteran. He's veteran, kind of a veteran leader. When everyone talks about who's like our toughest player they always say reef like they were uh, actually asking our players about the madden ratings and they said who do you think's the tough rated the toughest in madden on our team and they're asking the players and everyone was saying riley reef turns out it's kevin mcdermott yeah because he lost a finger and kept playing so he gets 99 toughness but everyone named riley reef so i think you kind of uh, he's a big nasty yeah like, and like, i think you can't like, lose he's not really a, a scheme fit but i mean and i don't think he's a bad scheme fit i'm not saying like he's a complete with a left tackle, like we've yeah. always said, he's not. You're not counting on counting on them to be a run blocker. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think I just I I don't see him cutting them. I think it could be a surprise, like a boon thing. I just they talked about wanting to be nasty up front, wanting to be physical, wanting to like have an edge. And I think losing him, who's probably your best, you know, your nastiest yeah, offensive lineman. So Reef O'Neal Hill, we have the same three. I think Hill's the perfect swing guy. Yeah, can play know? both. Yeah, can play both play uh, tackle mm-hmm. positions. Like again, if I think if Reef goes down, I could see them totally just plugging in Hill at left tackle and not messing with O'Neal. You know, yeah, un- then, unless like it's like a week or two down the line and they're just like, wait a second, we gotta, we yeah. gotta scrap mm-hmm. this. this. Or if it's working. like say Reef is out for eight weeks, well, let's just flip them now and get over with it. But if it's one week, plug him in. You know, I think Hill can serviceable at each spot. Yeah, and um, like I think Kirk can move. I mean, obviously not like super great, but. You know, he played last year with a bunch of guys who yeah. let, let the who dogs didn't pass. Yeah. So. so not making the team, you have uh, Oli Udo not making the team. Yep. Um, so that's, I think. One of f- my favorites in camp, though, for the offensive line. Yeah, I, he's, he's I an interesting really prospect. Like um, Elon, six, seven, sixth round pick or seven? He was a sixth round pick, sixth our round last pick. sixth round pick. So, so far not making the team as rookies, you have Ola B.C. Johnson and Oli Udo. Yep. And I have. Dylan Mitchell, Ola B.C. Johnson, and Ole Dudo. Yep. So I mean, there's, there's six there's and seven 12, there, picks, so. There's 12 draft picks. Yeah, we have a lot of draft picks. Um, Aviante Collins, I have also not making a team. Kind of a guy they've used a decent amount as the six lineman, guard, tackle. If uh, Riley Reef is the Alex Boone cut, I think Aviante he Collins would, I think might, he would make it, might yeah. actually be the reason for it. Yeah. Because he he's actually, always showed some. He's just kind of been hurt the last made it out years. as a... Undrafted guy, you know, and, oh. and uh, he say undrafted. would have made the team last year, but he was put on IR, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is the line you have. We the exact same? No, you kept an extra guard. No, I've I got uh, three, seven. I've got nine offensive linemen. Oh wait, I did not keep Dakota Dozier. I yes, eight. yeah. So that was my. I, we're back to even now because I have an extra receiver. You I've got an extra offensive lineman. lineman just due to depth. And, uh, you know, we all know how the offensive line performed last year. You can never have too much depth there right Let's now. hope we don't get, like, an Easton-type injury to just completely set us back. Uh, last year we kept nine, so same as you. Okay. I went one less this year. So let's move to the defensive line. This yeah. is probably my favorite group. Like, just funnest, especially the interior, just because we don't know, yeah. you know. Yeah. Did you, uh, you want to go inside out again let's or go inside want... out let's you know what let's go outside in i think yeah, the inside's yeah, I, funner let's hold it for a little yeah, bit yeah i was just gonna say that um, uh, defense and locks locks have. i've got 
two for I'm gonna go three. Locks. I got three locks. I got three. I, I think Weatherly's uh, Weatherly, a lock. Yeah. I mean Griffin, Locke, Hunter Locke, and I think Weatherly has shown you're not cutting him. That's ridiculous. You know? Yeah. He's, it, he's he's shown enough to not really no. lose his spot unless somebody else is just like, Hey, look at me. I can do what he does but better. Yeah, which I keep them both. Um True. how many DNs do you have making the team? Five. Five, okay. Five. I only have four. So my fourth is Tayshawn Bauer. I've got him as well. Okay. Who is your fifth? I'm going with the sack master from the AAF, Carter Schultz. Carter Schultz. That's my is, Brett Jones. That's what I that's thought. My, that's my uh, good uh, Brett, that's, that's Brett my, Taylor. Brett that's your Brett Taylor. That's my Brett Taylor of the year is uh, Carter Schultz. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I thought about it. I was kind of – I was at, probably at that um, – 48 to 53 range where I'm kind of going through like, hey, you yeah. know, which guy can make it? And I don't know. If you can get to the quarterback, it, obviously I know it's the AAF, but if you can get to the quarterback the way he did, Patterson and Zimmer I think can make something out of you. What, yeah. Whether it's a rotational guy or depth guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know – it. He's probably eligible for practice squad. I would think. It's usually like about games played and stuff, and I, I don't think, think he's played a lot games, in the NFL. I think it's five games played or something yeah. like that. So, and I don't think he's played at all in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know what he's done if in the NFL, if it was maybe a couple practice squads or something like that. Yeah, but um, I, I kind of Carter feel, with a K. Carter with a K. I mean, Brett Taylor Man of the Year Award. Yeah, yeah, the Brett Taylor Man of the Year Award. Which is more Carter prestigious Schultz. than the Walter Payton Man of the Year. So fact, I, I mean, mean obviously, Car- Kyle Rudolph couldn't even win the Walter Payton Man of the Year yeah. award. So I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, getting, I feel like one of those guys like could jump up. Like there's like Stacy Keeley, a Fitty, I've been uh, trying. Oh, to, uh, is it a Fetty oh, Something's? His Ogan, last name. It's not Ogan Joby. It's, no. I don't even have him. And then Andre Saint Amar. Like I just feel like, like a Day Aruna. A Day Aruna. Yeah, you know, uh, Patterson was talking him up. Uh, Coach Dealing, Coach Patterson. Was oh really? Like, kind of like a. He's got the tools, so. Um, but I don't have any of them making it. I just have Bauer, Weatherly, Griffin, Hunter, four DNs. You five. five. Last year they gotta kept get four. The, gotta get the token white guy in there. Well, you gotta get the Brett Taylor Award in yeah. there, you know. Uh, uh, so. There's nobody else really like eligible for it, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, no one else eligible. You know, yeah, you, you, you gotta go with them. All right, let's go to defensive tackle. How many? How, did- what were you going to say? I was going to say, how many did you keep? But I feel like you got a no. better question. No, that was what I wanted to ask you. I kept six. Oh, that's so cool. Six kept, of them. I kept four. Oh, I, I, I just I couldn't liked cut a guys. Lot of them, I couldn't cut them. I, I didn't know. And I don't know was. who's our three tech, so I got I to gotta, I gotta keep them all. Let's go. Uh, locks. Who do you have that are locks? Um, I have three. I'm going to go two. Okay, I went Joseph. Shamar Stefan. Yep, those are my two locks. Yeah, Joseph, obviously. Shamar Stefan, uh, he's the way his contract is, you're not going to cut him. It would make no sense financially. And also, again, Patterson talking to Wabi, uh, Coach Patterson, just talked up Shamar Stefan like nobody's business. Do, does things that you don't even, or that you can't even comprehend or something. Yeah, along it was the like, lines he of that. was just like, he looked right in the camera and he goes, Viking fans, you don't know like how good this guy is. Like, and again, not the flashy stuff, not the stat sheet stuff, but like all the dirty work. He's like, he was so happy to get him back. So that guy's a lock. I also have Jalen Holmes as a lock. And the reason I do, I just think he was drafted too high for you not to lock him in. Yeah, I mean, it was I, last year, but. I it, wanted to lock him in, but you just, with all the random, like you said, you're keeping six that, guys. Like, yeah. you got so many different D linemen it, that I, I can't. 
I can't call anyone besides who I think are going to be the two starters in uh, Shamar Stefan and Linval Joseph. I think those are the only two locks. Like, well, because if he else is are... outplayed, if he's outplayed by the other guys, then maybe they, they can't keep him all. He yeah. could be the odd man looking out. I just, it would be, that would be a pretty shocking cut to me if Jalen Holmes did not make the team. True. Um, who is your fourth? I bet Jaleel Johnson. Jaleel Johnson? That's, and that's okay. one that, like, I had a problem with. Yeah. Like, because. Is he finally going to do something? Yeah, but at the same time, if I don't keep Jaleel Johnson, you're kind of just going, all right, if Linval gets hurt, you're going Shamar Stefan at nose and yeah. Holmes and Johnson mm-hmm. at three-tech, or Jaleel Johnson can play nose, I know. but like Shamar and Jaleel, to me, seem similar. Like They've got a little nose and a little three-tech. They're, which they're which kind of makes me think that Jaleel Johnson might be the odd man out. I, and that I crew, think, since Stepping can play both three tech and nose, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's definitely possible. I think I actually went back and forth on him. I, 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 there's something about him I do like, though. I feel like he, there's he, something. Like there. He seems like he flashes sometimes. So, yeah, and if he doesn't flash, he's at, he's always in the right spot. I don't yeah. know. I seem to see his number all the time when he's on the field and in, which, run, in the run game. Yeah, which isn't you know, especially in the run game. Yeah, like his rookie season as a as a in the preseason. I thought he looked really good, but then he did nothing the entire regular season he yeah. really played. So, but I kept him. I also kept Armin Watts, the sixth round pick. Love it. He was one of my last people I kept. I just he was one of my last cuts. Yeah, he was on the fringes, and I just like you know like you were talking about the pass rushing. Like I see Shamar Stefan as a he can play three tech. I think he's more of an early down three tech. Like, like if I want first... some interior pressure. Where are we getting that from? So uh, Armin Watts. A two-minute drill kind of pressure. Yeah. third and long. You know, hopefully uh, maybe him. Second and, then, and long, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, second and eight. Do you really, like, Shamar Stefan, sure, fine. But, like, if you really want to get a pass rusher in there. You might even want to go Armin Watts and Shamar Stefan comes in for Linval on second. Yeah, and actually. And let, let Linval get some get some rest. Yeah. It's like, I feel like he kind of wore down towards the end of last season. I'm he, definitely, he definitely I think did. you're going to see a pretty good rotation on the interior. Which and then makes even with me, Weatherly out there on the edge, too. Which makes me think that uh, me keeping nine defensive linemen isn't enough. I kept ten. I, yeah, and I think I think ten is – I know it's usually around like last nine year, or ten. Last year, it was nine, so I kept an extra one. I, I, kept I, one I, like the, I like the ten. My we, last D-tackle – Hercules. Hercules. Oh. I'm keeping him. Good man. That's my guy. I'm making the call. Is that your Brett Taylor? That's all. That's, <laughs> I think that's, you know, all Vikings Twitter's Brett Taylor, you know. And uh, I mean, he's up to 280 now. He's, uh, so that's what was, 30 pounds of muscle or potential. And Patterson muscle. was talking about him, and he said, you know, as soon as he puts on five more pounds, you can never say he's too small to play the position. Like, no one can say that anymore. He's big enough. And he talked about him. He's, I mean, he talked about how he flashed. You know, the one guy he actually didn't bring up was Jill Johnson. I'm pretty sure he didn't really bring him up. But I think going into the season, it's going to be Shamar Steffens, your starting three-tech. But when it comes to those second and longs, third and longs, when you want a pass rusher, I think it's going to be Hercules. That's my that's my uh, guess. I like that. I, I already regret it. I mean, I, re- I regretted keeping him off originally. Now I really regret it. So, yeah, six defensive tackles. It's, it's a lot. Last year they kept – they did keep five the last year, so – and I think this interior line group is a lot better than last year's group. I mean, you're missing Sheldon. Yeah. But, like, I just think the depth and hopefully the rotation. Hopefully Linval gets rest. Hopefully, like, you're – I he like the different the reasons why you bring Stefan back. I yeah. know he does all the dirty work, but he's solid 
replacement for Linval on second Any down. Any down. Third down. I mean, yeah. Late, later in games when uh, Linval just, yeah, you just know, want to rotate to, him yeah. out. You know, I, I mean, you got, I think you're more run stoppers. You got Linval, Shamar, and Jaleel. And then for the pass rushers, Jalen Holmes, Hercules, and Armin Watts. So hopefully and some of them have a good training camp and make the team and show them something. And Zimmer's always been a guy who likes to rotate his linemen. He did it he in talks Cincinnati. About it. He, yeah, he did yeah. it in Dallas, did it in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He wants to do it here. It's just he, he hasn't, hasn't had, had the guys. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't had the pieces to do it. So hopefully this is the year that uh, we get a, like a, the Eagles-like rotation that they had their Super Bowl year. They yeah, were just I think they had people. They, felt like they had, they like, had like nine s- rotational yeah. guys, and there were still three guys who weren't playing. Yeah, it was crazy how many they had. Uh, so that is the defensive tackles. Shall we uh, hit a break here, and we'll uh, come back? Yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll hit the rest of the roster. All right, welcome back from that uh, little break. We're going to keep rolling with the 53-man roster. We'll hop into linebackers. Um, you want to just – do you have them separated? No, I just have them stacked. Let's just together. do it as a whole because I – I mean, I've got them separated, but I don't even know if one of the guys is actually what I think he is. Yeah, I actually don't really know the difference. I know that some guys are better stopping the run than others. That's yeah, so so we'll do linebackers as a whole. How many locks do you have? Uh, I'm going to go three locks. I only have two. Two, and that's obviously Kendrickson Barr. Kendrickson Barr. Right on. Um, I'm, I'm going to add uh, the rookie that we left off our uh, top prospects list. No, Cameron we left Smith. him off our 90-man breakdown we yeah. just completely locked we him off the whole thing he wasn't there oh yeah we, he also didn't didn't i mean i don't know if i i probably would have actually i would have put Fifth him in round my, linebacker i mean I, I we had eric wilson in our top 10 you bet your ass i'm putting the fourth round rookie yeah, in there fifth round fifth round rookie yeah if he USC. was fourth round i would have count i would have said he was a lock fifth round see i guess i counted him as lock i i thought he was a fourth but still i'm i'm sticking to my guns Cameron Smith is making the team. Great linebacker name. Oh, yeah. I mean, he it was him and Carter Schultz for the Brett Taylor Man yeah, of the, the Year Award. Car- Cameron Smith might be too high of a pick to be the even in the Brett the, Taylor. This is true because, I mean, Carter Schultz, you know, you don't know anything Who about is he? him. Who is he, you know? Uh, nobody knows unless Well, apparently are. we forgot about Cameron Smith. So, he you know, he's kind of a forgotten Well, man. that's that's our bad. But he, you know, I think he could be a kind of a, like a, maybe a better type Ben Gideon. I was like, just going to say, I think he's athletic. I think he... In He's the white man's defense. linebacker. I think in our base defense, it's Cam Smith over Gideon. Like when it's he all can take that down, job, maybe. I, I think it's his job because um, obviously with Gideon, you know what you get. You, I mean, what you see is what you get. I I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like those USC linebackers. Some oh, yeah. of them. Brian, Brian Cushing, Ray Maluga. Um, don't I, I was gonna say it, but I was like, I'm not even gonna mention him. Uh, <laughs> this is a Vikings podcast. Yeah, we don't we don't mention Clay Matthews. Uh, linebackers, that's three total. How many you got? I've got six. Six. Okay, I only have five. Right on. I, I did uh, keep an extra DT, so I was one ahead of you. Okay, so yeah, back, now we're back, back even. Um, I've got uh, Barr, Cameron Smith, Eric Kendricks, Ben Gideon, Eric Wilson. I'm. I'm sticking with Kentrell Brothers uh, okay. on special teams. Yeah, he does seem like kind of one of our captains. I did cut him, so mine would be the same guys minus Kentrell Brothers. So right Wilson, on. Cam Smith, Ben Gideon, and the top two. Right. On. Do you do you have written down uh, how much we how many linebackers we kept last year? Yep, we kept five last year. Okay, so, so I'm keeping one more. You're keeping one extra. Yeah. Right on. And um, I mean, Brothers. I mean, that could be the guy. I mean, you have him cut. I think it. W- I think it would be. 
I think Cameron Smith would probably take over that yeah, brother's spot. Mm-hmm. Um, or even Eric Wilson, because he's a little quicker. And if Cam Smith's our base guy, Gideon's probably more than capable. Because he's, he's a good tackler. It's just he sucks in coverage. That's the thing that I, I do. Is there any chance Gideon gets cut? Like, if Cam Smith takes, do we really need... I guess because of special teams, they're both probably pretty good on special teams. But, like, do you really need two base bad mm. coverage? I mean, maybe Cam Smith's better than I think, but he just reminds me a lot of just, you know... Fundamentally sound, gonna you know yeah, like you make said, the play, you're, but he's you're, not your white linebacker. You're, you're, yeah, you're I mean, basic white. Whereas linebacker. like Eric Wilson seems like he's got a little more coverage ability. You know, I mean, he was he was our nickel guy when yep. Kendricks went down or when it Bob wasn't was Gideon. Out. It was it was Wilson. So um, yeah, I have five. You have six. The other guys are kind of just nobodies. I mean, Devontae Downs last year, I think he was a seventh rounder, but you know, I, I, I getting cut. I don't know. I I, I like brothers on special teams. Like Wilson, just in general, especially as the backup nickel guy. I mean, he's he's our backup nickel. I mean, you can't. Uh, it's hard. It's I mean, he's almost close to a lock unless Cam Smith can play coverage or one of these other guys jump up and are something. But yeah. it's a, it's kind of a, a boring group. Like we're D tackle. It's like look at this. A lot of potential. This it's like we could have made a top prospects list just out of D linemen. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure three of them made my top prospects. You know, Jalen Holmes, Hercules, and Armin Watts. So like on oh. this, it's like. Ben Gideon, boring. Devontae Downs, boring. Deshaun Bauer make yours as well? Yeah, well, D.N., yeah. yeah. Bauer made mine too. But, yeah, just D-line uh, jump. But anyways, yeah. But, yeah, like, Richard Cleat, Greer Martini. I mean, they're all just, like, there's no Greer excitement. Martini, that's, that's a solid Packer. name. Former Packer. Oh, um, oh really? I, I did not know that. Oh, then you weren't paying attention to our podcast. For, former Chief, former Chief said, of course. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was paying attention. I was right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably talking, and you were probably zoned out. Uh, all right, probably so. Probably texted my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> On um, to cornerbacks? Yeah, let, let's do cornerbacks. Um, I've got five. I also have five. How many locks do you have? I have Four. four. Yeah, I and think that's, that's pretty obvious. Mac Hughes, Mac, he, Mike Hughes, Trey Waynes, and Xavier Rhodes, which is a yeah. very nice top four. Mac yeah. from cut to a lock on yours. This is well, he uh, he proved me wrong. Took he, him eight weeks, but the second half of the season, he was one of the best nickel corners in the yep, league. Yep, and and with Holton Hill not being around, yeah, uh, we haven't mentioned that Holton Hill got another four game suspension, yeah, making so, a total of eight games. Yep, he was suspended four. For performance enhancing. Performance enhancing, and now it's substance abuse. Yep. So he must have been smoking pot with Rock Thomas when he got arrested. Yeah, there was something about <laughs> an HH on the... With uh, the same birth date as Holden Yeah, Hill. yeah. No, he was clearly there. You know, yeah. just didn't get hit with that felony charge that Rock Thomas got. Yeah. Rock Thomas is like, it's all mine. I swear. He's just hanging out with me. <laughs> uh, He's not high. His eyes are just always red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so Holton Hill is suspended, so we don't count him on our 53. Um, who is your fifth corner? Yeah, Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Holden Hill's teammate at yep, Texas. Texas. Yep, and uh, our seventh-round pick. He was our first seventh-round pick. Yep, and Chris Boyd, just like Mack and Hughes, had that inside-outside flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyd played a lot of outside at Texas, but he's a he seemed like a very good tackler on that outside spot, which makes me think that he can play inside. Yeah. And he's got that size. He's only like 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of the shorter cornerbacks now, I oh, just yeah. kind of like envision like 
yo, if you're not six foot, you're a slot cornerback. Yeah. I mean, I could be totally wrong because I know Desmond Trufant's only like 5'10", and he plays outside. I think you can maybe play a little outside, but if you're tall, it's really hard to play inside. Yeah, because you, know, you, like, you, you need those Mike Hughes fluid hips to play yeah, inside. Exactly. You know, you get those little shake routes and everything. Uh-huh. Like you got to be able to have quick turn of direction. When you're long and lanky, it's just a little harder. You yeah. know? Um, I kept five also, the same five as you. I'm, I'm really – it comes down to Mike Hughes, like how healthy is he? Because if he's not – ready to go week one, I think they got to keep another corner. I, I agree because, I mean, Mike Hughes will not be a full year removed uh, from ACL like, until October. Yeah, what was it, week five or six? So I think probably it was five so against – six against Detroit because it was five against Philly, yep. right? And then – So middle of October, like, Peterson came back and, like – Okay, well, he's a he's freak a specimen. Freaking, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but Cook was ready to go, but th- did they – did they keep the reins on him a little bit? I felt like we did at first. You know, it was just yeah, it wasn't just full load right away. So, I, 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 I've heard some rumor like just rumblings. Like I think PA mentioned that he didn't think Hughes was going to be ready right away. But it seems hard for me to believe. Like that's, it's usually about a nine month thing. I mean, you're kind. of I guess right we'll, on the... we'll kind of like figure out um, on Friday when the full team reports yeah, on whether we can put on him pop. on pop. Yeah, yep. if he goes on pop. We're keeping six mm-hmm. corners, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, if they did keep a six corner, who would you have them keeping? I have, I have Craig one? James. Yeah. yeah. He was the guy last year that was we picked on him and up. off the 53. Yeah. He got a little bit of play. I think he does have punt return ability. The other guys, I think there's a – I mean, they cut – oh, they cut that safety. But Duke Thomas, I think he's an AAF guy. And there's another couple of randoms are just UDFA guys. So. Yeah. It's we're looking at we we brought Orlando Skandrick in for a uh, a visit. We uh, brought Ter- uh, Terrence Ale- was it Terrence Terrence Alexander's on our team. What was the Oakland guy? Uh, but we brought a uh, corner in from Oakland, so it looks to me like they're DJ looking- McDonald McDougal McDonald. No, no, no. Uh, right here, boom! I'm opening your DM. If it oh. Oh, there you go. Uh, Dexter McDonald. Dexter McDonald and Orlando Skandrick. So looking for some veteran depth. I wouldn't mind the Skandrick signing. Um, why not? Yeah, and I believe he returned punts a little bit in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just think like there's not a lot of veteran depth behind the top two. Even Mac is still pretty young. Yeah, you were, I wouldn't even like call him a veteran. Does he know the playbook? Yeah, but he played five yeah. games. And he five and seems to games. be finally maturing. Like it, he seems like a young player. He was barely, you know, he only played five games or whatever it was. And the rest of them haven't played at all, so I wouldn't mind it. And so you bring Scantrick in, you cut like any of these dudes, like cut one of these back end corners, cut uh, some, you know, backup center. Just cut. don't cut the Brett Taylor Man of the Year award, yeah. Carter Schultz, for him. <laughs> so if they brought in someone, I'd think I'd like that. I, but if Hughes is healthy, I think the five we kept is who's going to make the team. Yeah. So, which yeah was Rhodes, Waynes, Alexander, Hughes, Chris Boyd. Chris Boyd. Um. So safeties. Uh, last year they kept six corners. So they kept six last year. Okay, and we'll and we'll we'll talk to him since we're getting the safeties. I mean, I know Mac and Hughes can both play outside. So I mean, if you want to use J. Ron Curse a little bit, there's a little flexibility yep. there. So as do we you, roll into safeties, do you have J. Ron Curse as a lock? Yeah, I do. I do too. Special teams, big nickel, hybrid linebacker. Wherever and the you, only backup safety with any experience at all. Yeah. So I just. It's kind of funny because he's not a starter, but he's, I think he's a lock just with all, everything he can do. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith are locks. You know, I was watching, uh, I think it was Wabi was doing his uh, 
pick six, he does these videos on Vikings.com. Someone was asking why J. Ron Curse beating out Anthony Harris for the starting safety job isn't talked about more. Well, because hmm. he's not gonna. I mean, no, I don't think he's going to, but I mean, to me, I'm kind of intrigued by it. I mean, it's intriguing to think maybe Curse could take another leap, but to me, I just think I think Curse plays a similar game to Harrison Smith more, and yeah. he's not the greatest fit for that deep safety role where Anthony Harris seems really good at it. I mean, Harris is making a lot of plays back there. I think it'd be hard to and, get unseated. And, but like J. Ron Curse, seventh round pick. All of a sudden, he's kind of carving out a bigger role. Mm-hmm. Seems to be getting a lot better year. Like rookie year Took a to leap. rookie year to two years ago. Yep, was big leap. Mm-hmm. And then two years ago to last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean he huge. was actually he, getting time on the defense. He was like, a, I mean, he played a. Ton he went of from nickel. just strict, strictly special teams yep. to now he's on the field, big nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, played played a little bit. I think he gave uh, Harris and Harrison Smith. Uh, yeah. A breather here and there, rotating in there. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So those three I have as locks. Who? How many did you keep total? I kept four. I kept four as well. Who's Marcus your Epps? Yeah, Marcus Epps, who was the a six round pick. Uh, everything I'm reading, he also has nickel ability that he can come down and play a little man. That's one of the reasons why I kept him, especially yeah. with the Holton Hill thing. I mean, now you got um, Epps, Curse. And then the five corners, Boyd Alexander, Hughes, Waynes, Rhodes. That's that's five. You know, it's like basically play. seven corners Se- yeah, in a way. Seven, yeah. You know, in a way. I mean, the, the, I don't think curse chess pieces. Yeah, you, know, that you can move around. I mean, the the thing that would be scary is if you know Rhodes went down or Waynes went down. I mean, I think what you would do is put Hughes outside. Yeah. But if Hughes isn't ready, who's your outside guy? Is it is it Mac or do you maybe go Chris Boyd like we did with Holton yeah. Hill? If, if Boyd shows enough, which is why I thought it was kind of weird they brought in Scantrick. They're, they're, it was because he's more of a nickel back. Where I feel like we have plenty of nickels. We have Mac. Yeah, it's we the outside. It's the outside. Yeah, and I J. think Ron that Kirst. Dexter McDonald is a smaller guy. Yeah. Plays outside so, or plays inside too. So I would think we'd be looking for more of a backup to Rhodes and Wayne's, where, like what Holton Hill was, which was an outside corner. But um, I mean, maybe they're just looking for anyone, and they think that you know they would just slide Mac out there or something. What did yeah. you say that guy's name was? Dexter McDonald. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've never heard about the guy before today. Have you ever heard of him? No. No, not at all. And I play a lot of Madden. <laughs> <laughs> He's 27. Okay. So a seventh round pick in 2015, 6-1-200. So that looks to me like an outside corner. Okay, yep. That And that's an outside guy. And I was, uh, we were talking earlier, Skandrick does have the inside-outside capability. I know he played outside yeah. a oh, little yeah. bit in Dallas. So I don't know about in, uh, he was with the Jets last year, maybe last two or three years. But uh, I know I did see him outside a little bit there yeah. as well. But he's a smaller quarterback, 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a different – It's he's a different breed than our prototypical outside corners, which yeah. are long and lanky. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we end up signing one of these guys because we clearly feel like we have a need there. You don't bring in two corners the day before camp yeah, for no reason. So uh, let's – so that was four safeties. Yep. yep. Epps. Curse, Harris, and Smith. Last year we kept five, but last year we had Cindy Hill and George Iloka. Yeah. So that was cool. You lost two. I mean, one was your starter, and one yeah, was a starter on. for the Bengals before he was cut. So, yeah. like, that was a deep group. And it, it was interesting because we both thought we were going to see a lot more of Ioka. Mm-hmm. Really, the, the role I thought Ioka would be in was the J.R.I. Curse role. Yeah. And it wasn't him. Curse basically was better than him. So. And maybe I maybe Ioka helped. 
You know, yeah. maybe he's the one who kind of like hey, helped him take that. Might have been, yeah. I even thought maybe Ioka as the backup to Sendejo, you would have thought. Yes. Nope, Anthony Harris. Like, Ioka just came in and got his, got his, never got any job. Yeah, you know? no, Some people thought he'd come almost... as a starter and be like, dude, he's better than Sendejo. Nope. Okay, he'll be the backup to Sendejo. Nope. nope. Okay, he'll be the, the big nickel. Nope. nope. How about go play the for the Cowboys? Yeah. yeah, and I think he's gonna start with the Cowboys. So that not only says a lot about the depth we had at safety last year, this is a lot about how bad that Cowboys secondary. Well, they talk. They've been wanting a safety for a long time. It was yeah. all Earl They're, Thomas. Yeah, Earl, Earl Thomas. Yeah. Earl Thomas. Okay, we'll take George Ioka. Yeah, and it's like, oh, now we're gonna have George Ioka and uh, Jeff Heath. Yeah, ooh, that's a scary bunch. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is both had four there. We're on the special teams. Yeah, and I think we, because we matched up after after linebackers. Yeah, corners and safeties were the same. Yeah. yeah. So, really, if you go through this, I kept an extra receiver, and I kept an extra D tackle. You I kept, kept an, an extra, extra lineman and linebacker. Yep. Otherwise, Offensive lineman. Otherwise, we matched up everywhere. Yeah. So. Well, else? didn't you keep 10 D linemen? Yep. Oh, yeah, we talked. Yeah. Oh, wait, you kept, you kept five DNs, right? Yeah. Oh, I only kept four. Yeah, we got 90 linemen. Did I miss one guy on here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, plus 5 is 12. What are you doing, math? 18, 22, 27, 29, 30, 30, 30, 36. <laughs> Great content right boom, here, Boom, 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 41, plus 5, 46, plus 5. No, I've got them all. Hmm, okay. Well, quarterback, 3. Yep. Running back, 5. Yep. Receiver, you did five. You did six. So I'm up one on you. I tight, did tight end, ends. same. I have tackles. Three. Offensive, offensive line, lineman. you were one more than me, right? Yeah. So we're even. DN, you have one more than me. You're up one. Yep. D tackle, I had one, two more than you. Two more than I'm me. Up, that's the difference right there. And then, well, I had six linebackers. Yep. So I'm one down there. No, you kept five. Yeah. Yeah, no, so we, we'd be tied because I kept yep. one less D lineman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what I didn't count is I had two more D tackles than you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what the different one was. I just said I had one. And so. Oh, yep. So that's, yep. And so Caught you. Cotton Hercules. How dare I don't you? Know. What an idiot. Uh, let's just talk about special teams. Uh, kicker, Dan Bailey. There's Dan no competition. Matt Wild, because we don't have another punter. There's not another punter in camp. Right on the 90 man roster, you kicker and your punter are the only two. They're, there's yeah. no competition. Uh, long snapper, though. We just got Austin Cutting signed. He, he's now allowed to work in Minnesota. Boom. On the 53. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, McDermott. You don't draft a long snapper and yeah. not keep him on your 53. Well, you're going to keep him. McDermott's done. Uh, cutting, he can uh, – him and Dan Bailey can get to know each other. You know, they can really develop a nice a nice rhythm a together. repertoire. You know, I, I'm hoping they make the decision quickly because I feel like having two long snappers in camp is kind of a ways. Yeah, I think it, I but think it's difficult to you kind can, of give them reps. I mean, you could have I don't know how you need you need an extra holder. Maybe teach Jake Browning how to hold. You could have you know Bailey punt or kicking while Wiles punting. They could you know you'd have two two snappers for that. But okay. your holder okay. wouldn't be the right guy because your holder's your punter, and if he's punting, it's true. It's this not going to work. Well, maybe I mean I would like to get. An extra punter in camp, like Matt Wallace. Well, we didn't I, even pick him up till uh, was that the last? That was not this year, but the year before. It was the very end of the preseason. It yeah, was like we cut Locke. No, it was the guy after Locke, Quigley. Quigley, yes, yeah. yeah, no, and like, and which really surprised me because Quigley didn't have a touchback until the NFC title game. Yeah, but I think they just didn't like his actual like net, you know, like. 
Yeah, because it was all it was only like forty yards. Yeah, so Wild had a really good preseason, I guess, with Pittsburgh, so we plucked him. I don't know. I mean, he made it the whole year. We were at no competition in, so I'll take him. Um, so that's our fifty-three. Want to talk practice squad? Yeah, I want to talk practice squad. But uh, what uh, how how confident are you in that fifty-three? I I feel pretty good about mine. I feel like that. I mean, obviously, I think I might miss on you know, four or five guys. But I think for the most part, a lot of the guys we talked about, the ones who, I mean, a lot of the guys we talked about are at least fringe. The that's, lower two that's guys. That's the thing. I, I think there's actually probably only 10, 15 spots that are even actually open. I yeah. Mean, locks, I actually, 31 positions I say are locked. And another one is long snapper, which I don't know who it's going to be, but there's going to be a long snapper. Yeah. So that's 32. And so then there's leaves- guys like, you know, a backup quarterback's going to make it. You know, Chad Beebe, I think, is almost a lock. Eric Wilson's almost a lock. You know, yeah. these, these guys that are, like, They've real close, around, yeah. I'd be pretty surprised. So there's only a handful of spots that are really up for grabs. I would say, you know, like, you're probably going to get Carter Schultz wrong. I'm probably going to get Davion Davis wrong because yeah. they're long shots. But for the most part, I would say I'd say we'll be under five. What do you think? Yeah. I think we'll be within five players. Yeah, I think I think five's a good spot to put it at that. Over under five. If you guys want to try and play some bets with us, you can slide it in the DMs at Crepes and Gorak <laughs> on Twitter. So, uh, I mean, feel free. We've got PayPal. We'll take your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So then practice squad, the 10-man practice squads. Uh, no, we'll just kind of, like, fly yeah, we'll through We'll fly it. right through it. I, we both probably have Jake Browning. Yep, I got Jake Browning. I like to have a quarterback on the practice squad, you know, a developmental guy. Yeah. Uh, any running backs on yours? Mm, I have Kari Blazing game. Yeah, I was gonna say I have a fullback, Kari Blazing game. Yep. Like him, you know. Yep. You know, I've been talking about him since day one. This is true. And like and you know, once once you put that out there, I was like, wait a second. This is, it's not just a fullback, it's kinda like a, a It's like a, a CJ CJ Ham Jr. Yeah. You know? That's what well, he is. I, I think he's bigger than CJ Ham, so I mean he CJ might be. CJ Ham two point oh. Right. So that's two each. Uh do you have any receivers on yours? Yeah, I think I have one I've got three of them. Three receivers on your practice yeah. squad. I just I like, these, I I like these receivers. So I have Dylan Mitchell, who you have on your fifty three, and yep. then I have Ola B C Johnson. See, I have Ola B C Johnson, I have Jeff Bidet. Oh, yep, that's right. So I kept Jeff Bidet on my 53. Yeah, and uh, and I have Davion Davis. Okay, so I kept two, two of those guys on my yeah. 53. So uh, I, I, I just like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like they're talented. They're talented it seems like a talented group, or maybe they're all just terrible. I, it's hard to say, but I, I, I think it's a good, interesting group. Yep. Uh, so wait, do we end up keeping all the same guys if you went 53-plus practice squad? I think we did. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, because we're going to come across a couple guys. See, I don't even think I know about pra- how to make a practice squad because a lot of these guys play the same position. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep your best guys. Who cares? They ain't going to go thinner, like, This is true. It's, it's a practice squad. Yeah. yeah. Um, any tight ends? No tight ends. No, none for me either. Uh, offensive tackle, I kept two. I did two. Now, I don't know if Aviante Collins is still eligible. See, I but if he is, I put him on there. I did too. I was thinking the same. I'm like, I don't know if he's eligible, but yeah, I want him to be. So yeah, I put him on exactly. And then I have Oli Udo. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's yep. prime. I, he's actually the uh, the first guy I put down on my practice yep. squad. I was like, I can't ever make the team, but I know he's yeah, he just seems squad. like a developmental guy. That's perfect for that. Yeah. So what are you up to? Six? No, seven. I think seven. One, two, three, four. Yeah, but I'm at six. 
You have one more receiver than me. Yeah. All right. Uh, defense, I have a Dayaruna at defensive end. I do too. Yep. I, I, last year, I think he was a sixth rounder, and when, when Patterson talked about him, he seemed, he seemed like he liked him, so I kept him around. Uh, D tackles, I'm guessing you have. I've got Hercules. Just Hercules? Yeah. So Armin Watts, you have. Not. Oh, no, I've got Armin Watts there, too. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So I have both those guys making the 53. Who else do you have? So linebacker, I have Devontae Downs. Don't have him. And Greer Martini. Don't have him. Don't know why I put Greer Martini, but what we did. It's a good name. Got to have him. Uh, shaken or stirred? <laughs> no. Uh, so you have no linebackers? Nope. I. I think I I think we ran through. Oh yeah, you're done. Ten. Okay, I have one more. Craig James, cornerback. Craig James, is it, so he is eligible. I don't know. All I right. think he is because I I think he only played a, a he was only on the fifty three for a couple games last year. It wasn't very much. So yeah. he's kind of my in case Hughes is hurt. I'll keep him on the practice squad. Bring him up. Yep. And then a uh, little asterisk next to our entire roster is Holton Hill. Holton Hill will be back, but that's eight weeks now. Yeah. So now it's like Not, there will definitely it, or. He Wait, won't buy, be back buy, our, We've got a late buy this yeah, year, don't so we? Yeah, so he's, like, by the time he's coming back, if we keep him, who knows, might just cut the court on him. There'll I be someone injured. will, though. I know. It's just if you're kind of like, you know what, you went undrafted because you're a knucklehead, and you're you still a knucklehead. You've made two mistakes now, so, yeah, so two mistakes sorry, in a dude. calendar year. Yeah, we've given you a chance. Um, on the 53, who, do, who did we all have different? Do we have more than five different? Um, two receivers are different. We had two receivers. One lineman. Oh. Offensive. Yep, a linebacker. And then you had a defensive end, and I had two defensive tackles. Yeah, so that would be three, eight different yeah. so guys. That's can, pretty sweet. That's that, surprising. Like, I didn't think we'd have that many. No, I, I didn't either. So that, that that's cool, something to like yeah. go through as like players mm-hmm. are getting caught. They'll be like, oh, we're a week into the training camp, and Darren, you're only down to two guys left. Yeah, I'm going to get it all like right. That. This is like a, like a lottery, like guessing the March Madness bracket. Well, does Vegas take 53-man <laughs> roster bats? They should. We should start a contest. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be kind fun. Of badass. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, a little little $5 entry winner. You guys can submit your little 53-man roster is most correct. Yeah, send them to there. Grapes. Grapes Wait, and Gorak Grape? Podcast? No, yeah, what was, their, what was our Gmail? I think it was Grapes, Grapes and Gorak, Gorak Podcast at gmail.com. Send in your 53s. We'll, we'll tweet out what the prize is. Oh, man. That'll, that'll be fun. Yeah, please send them in. I just kind of want to. Yeah, we're, just, we just wanna, decided we're having a contest right yeah, now. I just want to get – I want to see what you guys, who you guys think will make the uh, make the roster. Um, it'll be fun. I mean, even if it's just one of you guys, even if it's just Nick. Nick, I want to see your 53-man projection. <laughs> <laughs> get on it. Um, okay, so should we hit our – Little, uh, yeah, I don't know what you would the call little, these. Uh, the, the, our, our group of six. Group of six. Group so of these six. are our breakout guys, our comeback guys, rising stars. So why don't you start with what is the first one? I got oh, breakout candidate. Breakout candidate. Who do you got? Oh, my, I, my I got Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Yep. I, okay. I don't know. Again, breakout. I thought so he was. A, a I thought he was a breakout. Four, okay. I thought he was a fourth round guy. But yeah, you know, I mean. I know, I know uh, Zimmer said he wanted to do a lot of things different this year. I don't know. I know you're not in base defense a lot. But, I mean, you. I'm also counting, like, special teams with that. You know, we haven't had, like, a solid, like, gunner in a long time. Yeah, I mean, Heath Farwell went unnoticed a lot. But around the league, it was always, you know, mm-hmm. Heath Farwell. Great special teams. Yeah. yeah. And 
I don't know. Again, USC linebackers always seem to do something for me. So I've I've got Cam Smith out there. Cam I think, Smith, breakout guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Make some noise. I mean, Kendricks. Kendricks goes out. I think it could be Cam Smith taking that spot. Yeah. If uh, Kendricks was down. So I went a very different direction than you. Who did I have written down at first? Oh, I had another rookie written down first. We'll just skip that. <laughs> I went Kirk Cousins, breakout guy. Okay. Because I think in this offense, he can go from 14th-ish quarterback to like six. I think he could have his Matt Ryan MVP type season, you know, with the pieces around him actually being what what he likes. Yeah. His offense. So, I mean, he's clearly a breakout guy. I just mean like breaking to a new level. Yeah. From good, solid quarterback to top 10 quarterback. Oh, I like that. Kirk Cousins, you know. Oh, he uh, He's actually my... Uh, well, don't my, tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, well, next I one? I going to go next. Oh. My, my comeback. Guy is Kirk Cousins. 30 touchdowns, 10 picks. You're going to say comeback? Okay. okay. Like, like, yeah, I think, he, I think he turned the ball over like 16 times. Mm, it's not that bad. Mm, okay, not know. that bad. Six <laughs> fumbles, back, yeah. 10 picks. No, 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 comeback. And, I mean, he may not He may not throw 30 touchdowns and 10 picks. It might not. It might be closer to that, like, 20, 23, and 6. Kind of like the Case Keenum numbers. Oh, yeah. But, like... That's better, though. Yeah, like, exactly. If that means that Delvin Cook's running the ball and we're scoring more points, and we're, yeah, we're. Win- I, I think we're winning. We're winning football games at that point. And like, mm-hmm. you know, Kirk Cousins at first, like the first couple weeks, threw a threw a pretty ball. But I mean, as more and more of the year he was went your on, MVP in the first half of the season. Oh, well, see, to me, he's not a comeback kid because this is that was typical Cousins. What's he coming back from? I mean, that was no different than any Washington season. I didn't really... Yeah, this is, tr- but, this is true. But, I mean, even the 8-7-1 and one is... That's typical Cousins. I so know. 500 footballers, <laughs> man. At least he admits it in interviews. He's like, you know, I put up the stats, but that 8-8, eight and eight, it's got to stop. You know, I'm the Jeff Fisher I mean, I, I, guess, I guess, you know, when we, when we first got Kirk Cousins, I, I talked myself into him, you know, yeah. top 10 quarterback, you know. And now, now he's coming back to my mind as the top 10 guy. He's going to hit... <laughs> So he's going to come back to top 10 for you. He's going to break out to top 10 for me. <laughs> uh, my comeback kid, Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes. And I took it as like, the uh, guy was out for the last season, tore his ACL. He's going to come back. He's going to kill it because uh, he looked like he belonged in those first four or five games. Yeah, he, like, did. he had looked the pick legit. six. I know that was thrown right to him based on pressure and everything. But yeah, I mean, pick six is pick six. Caught, ran I don't back. care. And like, God, I'm sick of our picks getting hurt. Like, yeah. I want to see these guys. Like, come on now. So, Mike Hughes, comeback kid, who is your rising star? Irv Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. I, I mean, love it. Oh, right, right off the bat. Right, I mean, going in right right away. Yeah. I get a little apprehensive you, with the tight end position. I was just going to say, you know, I know he's a tight end. I know you don't really see a lot of your tight ends right away. But uh, thinking kind of uh, Hunter Henry, kind of rookie year for tight oh, end. Oh, yeah, I could see that. And yeah. the, I think the way we're going to use him, some of it could be like manufactured touches, tight end screen, you know, like things where it's like, you don't need to know everything. Just catch Get, the ball and run. Yep. You know? Go go make a play. Yeah. So I like that. Irv Smith, rising star. My rising star, Dalvin Cook. Lo- love it. I feel like right now, not a lot of respect around the league because he's banged up so much. I think people see the talent, but but he has four. He had four point seven yards per carry last year, and like geez. he doesn't seem to get much. Love. People are saying Aaron Jones is a better yeah, running back like than I, he is. Yeah. Get out of here. I think Dalvin Cook has like. Star potential, and this, if you can stay healthy, rising star. We're talking, like, Miami game almost damn near every week. Yeah, like, you need to put eight guys in the box or – in and uh, someone who is comparing him to uh, 
Clinton Portis. Oh. And Clinton Portis in that Shanahan offense was ridiculous. Yeah, once he went from Washington, because. Well, he was with Denver. No, that's right. And then he his finally, first two years, yeah, he was traded for Champ Bailey, but he had like back to back fifteen hundred yard yeah. years. The dude was traded for Champ Bailey. Yeah, all, damn near <laughs> straight up. I think there it was, was like, straight it, up. Was it? Yeah, uh, there were no picks. I don't think so. Straight up for Champ fucking Bailey. That's how well people valued running backs, which is hilarious. But uh, but I mean, like we're like talking shutdown corner, shutdown corner. Like everyone said, Champ Bailey's best cornerback in the league. Like nobody ever said anything different while he was around for the longest time. And it was Champ Bailey in his oh, prime. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll so, take it. Delvin I'll, Cook can match that? I, 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 would take, I would take Clinton Portis. I think Delvin Cook in this in this offense could be so good with how he that can cut one zone. just, just break Ladies it off the and one, go. The one cut. Yeah, he's so quick. So, Delvin Cook is my rising star. Who is your don't forget about? Deshaun Bauer. Ooh, like it. Okay. Don't yeah. forget about Tashawn Bauer. He missed all last year. He was supposed to be Stephen Weatherly. Yep. And he got hurt, and then Stephen Weatherly was Stephen Weatherly. And now people have forgotten yep. about Do Tashawn not Bauer. forget about Tashawn Bauer. He's he always show he's always he's always shown some uh some promise in the preseason. I'd like to and even when he like was sprinkled in there in the regular season uh two years ago, uh I believe he had a a sack against Carson Wentz. In the preseason? Or in the uh, in regular the, season. Oh, yeah. I think 2017. He yep. I think he had a few. Like It seemed like every time he got in there, he was making plays. Yeah. So, I mean, I can. I mean, we're, we're expecting a lot of rotation out of our D-line. I think Sean Bauer is the one guy that you don't want to forget about. My don't forget about is David Morgan. Just because boring position, mostly yep. a blocker. But he, I think he, he, he will help this offense in a lot of ways. Just... Yeah, there was uh, well, it might have been the Buffalo game, which I know is a poor showing, but he <laughs> he always I know it happened more than just the Buffalo game, but where he sits and blocks, Cousins rolls out and he just kind of goes two yards and turns around and mm-hmm. sits down, just like an escape route. Like, yeah, like Cousins is like, no, oh shit, nothing. Oh wait, there's Morgan underneath, yeah. ready to go. Like and, little and outlet pass. He's got better hands, and I think in uh, the Philadelphia game, uh, the NFC title game. He had that kind of like deep crossing where everyone forgot about him and yeah. he was wide well, open. Yeah. Don't forget about him. Yeah. And it's like, wow. The, he, I think of him as a blocker, but he is more of like a polished receiver than you think about your yeah, blocking better, tight end. Yeah, exactly. Like he is a blocking tight end, but he can catch the ball. Yep. And with Irv Smith, Rudolph coming back, Conklin, I feel like he gets forgotten about, but he'll be on the field a lot. Yep. You know, he, especially, especially in this offense. Yeah, we're going to want to run the ball. He's going to be in I there. I think a lot. And, and that's going to be. That's the main difference between this year and last year for the offense-wise is last year DeFilippo wanted to throw it. Like, we're going to go back to the, like, running game. Yeah, we're going to go back to, like, keeping game. a team off balance. I don't even, like, I don't need balance. I just want for the defense not to know what's coming. Yeah. I don't, I don't need you to run 30 times, it, yeah. but everyone knew he was going to pass it. I don't care if it's 60-30 or whatever. Yeah, whatever you know, the as long ratio as they is. As long as they don't know what, what's coming yeah. when it's coming. when they're putting – Nine DBs on the field and DeFilippo still passing it. It's like I think they know what you're doing. Like dude. if Delvin Cook only runs the ball twelve times, but we ran twenty play action plays and they worked, yeah, sixty percent of the points. time. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's roll with it. So, um, so, so now we're gonna go was, rebound. Yeah, needs to rebound player. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. That's there's actually quite a few candidates for this, yep. which is a bit disappointing. I, I almost wanted to. Uh, I, I know he played well last year. Uh, Harrison Smith. Well, because compared to the year before. 
he wasn't as good. Same with a guy like Riley Reese. Same with a guy like like Linval. But yeah, Xavier Rhodes definitely a down year. Um, I I and then uh, Harrison Smith just little thing on him. He had a career high nine tackles for a loss last year. Oh, I saw that on the top um, hundred. Top one hundred, yeah. 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 And I was like, wow, like. I'm I'm honestly surprised that it's that low and that it was a career uh, that quote unquote low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just always seems it's like Harrison Smith in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird that it was uh you know nine tackles for a loss mm-hmm. was a career high because I'm thinking it seems like every every game he's Gets always one. Back there. But yeah. I guess even if you get one a game, that's I mean sixteen. But yeah. so Rhodes, he's got to play better. He's got to be better. I he's mean, supposed to be our shutdown corner, and he was. I mean, I think everyone knows he had a down year. He yeah. even knows. I think Zimmer even kind of called him out. And uh, he's banged I'm, up I'm all the time. I'm sick and tired of him grabbing his hammy when he gets yeah. burned. Yeah. And it's like, like, dude, throw your arms up, get pissed, get your ass back to the huddle. Don't go, oh, my hamstrings hurt. <laughs> Just as a little, like, ploy. Like, oh, that's why I got burned. No, I'm not buying it. It always looks like he's like, going to be out for the season. Like, yeah. whenever he, like, is on the ground writhing in pain. Oh, he cramped up again. Oh. Uh, my needs to rebound, Everson Griffin. That was a bad year yeah. last year. It, off the field, you know, his personal stuff, but then got On back. The never really was the Griffin from the year before. If Griffin was... from 2017 with Hunter now, if we could get that together. Because Griffin, like, was our pass rush that season until he got the plantar fascia versus the Browns. Like, it well, was a I sack mean, was every game. His shoes. Yeah, it was it's true. He's fine. He's fine. Um, but uh, everything, yeah, I mean, he was, he was damn near, like, Defensive player of the year talks. Yeah, like for that first first two thirds of the season, it was like, like you said, sack every game. Yeah. I think he had what was he's it, a eight and a half when the he's, first eight yeah, weeks. Like when he's on, he's so good. So you get him to rebound, that defensive line is much better. And once you, you well, when your defensive line is getting pass rushed like that, makes your de- it makes your secondary look better, it makes your linebackers look better. Yeah, it just makes Zimmer look better. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want. Oh yeah. Uh, how about dark horse for you? Uh, I got Jalen Holmes. Jalen Holmes, I like that. Okay, yep. yeah, definitely someone that uh, not a big expectations, uh, a little bit and, maybe. But and as like li- the loyal listeners may know, like I've always been like big on Jalen Holmes, so like it shouldn't come as a very big surprise mm-hmm. on my part. But yeah, Jalen Holmes, like I I like him. Former DN, so he knows how to rush the passer, move him into three tech. Um, and I, Dark Horse, we're kind of talking. It's like. Like how Anthony Harris kind of came out of nowhere, or Jaron Curse, Curse came out of nowhere. Like Jalen Holmes, Mac. Def- yeah. I mean, Mac, yeah, Mac is someone that's, yeah, like someone that low expectations, expectations that kind of came up and did good. Uh, my dark horse is Drew Samia. So okay. Think probably not going to make the starter, but if he did, I I could see it. That's, you know? Yeah, that's a solid. That's a solid dark horse candidate. Um, if, if he is to take a job. Whose job do you think? I think he would take Alphines. You think he would take yeah. Alphines? I'm actually not a big Alphine guy, so if he took Alphine's job, but I could see an injury and then he takes it and never gives it back, like Brian O'Neill did. Yep. I mean, O'Neill was supposed to be a backup, and once for Rashad like two Hill, years. Yeah, that was all the talk. So, and oh. once he got the job, sorry, Rashad Hill, he never got it back. So, mm-hmm. dark horse for me was Samia. Yours was who? Jalen Holmes. Holmes. All right, your most intriguing player. J. Ron Curse. J. Ron Curse. Yep. Okay. I, okay. Well, because you, you heard about Zimmer saying he wants to do like a bunch of new stuff. And when I hear new stuff, it's all right, what do I have on my roster? Yeah. What players aren't playing very much that I want to try and sprinkle in there a little more? And who, like, if anyone could be a some wild card chess piece type, J. Ron Curse has that. Like, I, I'm envisioning corner, safety. double A gap of like. 
curse and bar. Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah, and yeah. then I don't know whether they're both rushing or both dropping or one or the other. Like, curse, curse can line up wide at outside cornerback against the sa- or against the tight end. He can play big nickel. He can play linebacker. He can play safety. I think like he's uh, like a Harrison Smith Jr. To Mike yeah, Zimmer, where yeah. you can play him anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you can even rush him off the edge if you really feel like, it. dude, six four two twenty five. Yeah, can you imagine those two coming to double A gap, six five bar and six four oh J Ron just putting their hands <laughs> yeah. up? QB can't see shit. They just do that. Oh, oh, you, uh, uh, you hot routed to a quick slant? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna work. All right, so my most intriguing. Hercules Madafa. You got. Yeah. I mean, that's my guy. That's who we're going with. Well, so. I, I almost wanted to put Alexander Madison. It's yeah. most intriguing because oh, yeah. yeah. um, I am very intrigued by him. Yeah. Like, you know, rookie, you don't know what you're going to get out of Delvin. I know we're both high on Delvin, but if If he's hurt happen, again, yeah. then it's like maybe Madison could be the guy. But you're just going to roll right past Hercules like this? No, no respect for Hercules? I went to Jaron Curse because... No, I'm saying I bring up Hercules, you start talking about Alexander Madison. You know, it's like, true. Well, it's, you know, it's messed up, you know. Hercules the, the out Her- there putting the on Hercules, weight. The Hercules thing, I mean, two... Up to two eighty now, they said. Yeah, he's 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 getting in there. I mean, it seems he, like it's more than just a a cute story. Like, and the thing with him, I I know they talk about him strictly playing three tech, but I mean, Everson Griffin's kind of big. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be pushing two seventy, right? I don't know. Kind of kind of the same size. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised seeing him, you know, off the edge. Like Hercules off the yeah. edge. Yeah, I mean, the dude's yeah. big. I, yeah, Hercules is six, 270. Hercules is 6'2", 280 right now. Um, but He's 6'2", huh? I believe so, yeah. I thought I, he was a shorter fella. No, he's... Yeah, 6'2", yeah, 275 according to his wiki. So he's, he's, he's clearly big enough now. Yeah. He's put on the weight. If he can stay as productive as he was... Like if he was this big in five. college... Oh. He would have been taken in the second round, maybe even high. Like because yeah, he was playing linebacker, DN, three tag. He was super productive. He was the player of the year in the Pac-10. That, so Pac-12, Pac-12, yeah. So yeah, I don't ACL tear last year, but he's 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 my most intriguing. And, and see, that was uh, probably the uh, quote unquote best thing for him, at least for like our Might roster. Have been, yeah, I mean tearing your ACL. You get to put on weight while you're rehabbing. Yet you, you don't count against our roster. Mm-hmm. You don't count against our practice squad. And you know, he was 250 when we when we brought him to camp last year. That's it's kind just, of he shows, hard to justify keeping a 250 yeah, pound three tag. You'd have to get him in a practice squad and hope no one takes him. And it's like he's shown like enough work ethic that he's gonna put on the weight. So, yeah, I. And that three tech spot's wide open. You know, Jalen Holmes, Hercules. I mean, Shamar's the more of the run stuffer. But like for as far as pass rushers, I mean, I think it's Holmes, him, and maybe Armand Watts is that sixth round. Yep. So. I I wish I would have uh, cut Jewel Johnson and kept Hercules out <laughs> my fifty three. I'm gonna regret this uh, probably up until after his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, you'll be thinking about it. I'll be like, his wow, name's Hercules. I, exactly. Your favorite Disney character. Yeah. That's what, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. All right. Well, that is, I think, it. We got our we hit, six guys. We got our 53-man and our 10-man practice squad. We so. hit uh, Holton Hill. We yeah. hit Rock, Rock Thomas, Thomas got and cut. D'Angelo Henderson. Um, I don't think there's other Camp news. Camp starts in 
couple days and the rookies have reported so yeah it's wednesday the 26th today 24th the 24th camp starts the 26th yeah i don't know then i mean rookies have reported that's all yeah I but so. i think training camp actually like yeah. friday the 26th mm-hmm. so we'll uh we're gonna try to hit a couple training camps up maybe record right from the parking lot or something but yeah uh, um so if you guys are at training camp while we're around if you see a couple guys with some mics yeah um, <laughs> going in the back of a jeep <laughs> you know hop on over say hi uh, don't forget uh, to send your 53-man projections to grapesandgorakpodcast at gmail.com or uh, you can uh, send them to our DMs on Twitter at grapesandgorak. Um, we'll announce or, whatever the prize is, uh, you know, we'll tomorrow figure. probably. I'll yeah. throw something up there, you know. Yeah, it'll be, man. Uh, it'll be something cool. Yeah. And then uh, if you want to follow either of us personally on Twitter, uh, he is Darren underscore Lindell. And I'm Grapes07. So if you guys, you know, want to come in contact, say something, let us know how you like it. Or, uh, you know, talk about, give us ideas on what you would yeah, rather hear or want to hear. We'll, we'll talk about it on the air if you got any questions or anything. So uh, we'll uh, catch you next week. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, now probably we're just ro- training camp talk, preseason, stuff like that. We're rolling into the season now. Yep, and during the off season, it was kind of like, you know, an episode here and there. We're going to get back to our regular oh, schedule yeah. one week at a time. Um, we're not sure what day yet, but as soon as the season starts, it's going to be probably back to our Mondays. Probably. That's, um, I mean, you got to have the recaps real quick. So, yeah. So yeah. Why don't, uh, why don't you guys give us a shout on Twitter or something and we'll see you guys next week. Yep.